Art is too important not to share. Welcome to the Allie and Callie Artcast. Hi, I'm Allie. And I'm Kristen. Because Callie's still, still in Italy. Still in Italy. That sucker. That's no, it's dinkweed. okay. She looks like really she's having a, an amazing time. Her yeah. and Stu are there uh, mm-hmm. celebrating their 25th wedding anniversary. And Callie's 60th birthday. And Callie's 60th birthday. Yeah. I can't believe that. I, I refuse to believe. I refuse to believe that. Well, she looks young and she youthful. She does look young. She's very young at heart. Yes, she is. Just like me. Hashtag goals. So what's going what? on? Hashtag, hashtag goals. Oh. oh my God. Seriously? Yeah. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> the hashtag thing just goes right <laughs> over my head. <laughs> Millennials, help me out here. Come on. Uh, well, I'm pretty excited because my son and his wife, who are going to have another baby, just got approved for a loan for a home. Oh, and yay. And around here these days, I feel right. like that is hard to do. Right. So I feel, I'm really excited for them. Oh, good. That's so exciting. Yeah. I know that that is something that they've been wanting and they, they've been living in this little duplex and it, and with another baby coming. Yeah. Um, no, they need more space for sure. More space will be great. So. For sure. For sure. Yeah. The only bummer is that I think they're going to find a place in Sandpoint, which means a longer drive for oh. me. But um, well, it makes an sense excuse because Byron ex- works in Sandpoint. Right. Totally makes sense. Yeah. And so. and Chloe can kind of work from wherever. Yeah, she can. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then the and then the sh- the shop they have the shop in Sandpoint too. So right. She'll be able to right. help with that too. But she's going to have to come to Coeur d'Alene to have the baby. Yes, she is. But she's going to probably have to have a C-section. So she'd have to she'll come. just schedule it. She'll just schedule it. Yeah. Well, that's, that's good. So, that's yeah. good, good. Yeah, I good, good, good. Well, we have Art Walk tonight. We do have Art Walk tonight. Yeah. That's right. Who do? Who are our musicians tonight that uh, are scattered do, scattered around? I have no idea. Uh-oh. You should ask Abby. Abby's on top of that. I am not. That's actually kind of a good sign, though. Yes, it is. Inching closer Inching and closer. closer. We also have the summer concert series coming up, and we're pretty excited to have the shade cover going in. We're just waiting for the sales. They should be here anytime. Right. With our so, first concert on July July 6th, six. then who is the band? New Jack City! Woo! <laughs> they haven't been back in a couple of years, so this is a really, this is a great treat. Yes, it I, is a I great love treat. this. And, and it is going to be a celebration. It will be a celebration. Yes, do is. Do we have anything planned for, um, you know, kind of a... You know, when we get the sales up and I mean, I know we're planning on doing something on July 6th, but anything prior to that? No, I thought we would do just uh, an early reception for all of those who have contributed to the um, so the night of the 6th the before the, before yes. the concert. Mm-hmm. I love this idea. That's a great yeah, idea. Just do it in the gazebo right there. And uh, it makes sense. We're right. all right there. And then everybody goes to hear the concert. Right. And, and enjoy for the first time these this amazing what I imagine and I can't imagine it being any less exciting than what I have in my head. <laughs> <laughs> well if we could all live inside your head, yes. we'd all be we'd oh, all be happier be, people for sure. Oh for sure. It's um, a scary though. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, there's that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you have to excuse my, my little bit of we and not knowing exactly what's going on, but I um, I had to vacate the board uh, back in December of 2022 because I had served my six-year or my two-term um so I'd hit my limit, my term right. limits. Mm-hmm. Um, I still am very involved in committee work. and Because I won't let her go. I know, right? And of course, <laughs> you know, the podcast is definitely a, uh, a staple for me. But anyway, right. so. Well, you ex- can't ex- leave because it was your stinking idea. <laughs> <laughs> and again, there's that. <laughs> Speaking of good ideas. <laughs> And fabulous things that have always been going on here in Coeur d'Alene. Theater has always been such a staple in my life. Mm-hmm. And today we have the most fabulous Brooke Wood with us today. Yay, Brooke! Hello. How are you guys doing? Good, good. How are good. you? Awesome. We're so it, glad introduce, you're introduce here. your little buddy there. Um, well, it, today it is me and Ringo Starr. Ringo and Starr. Ringo Starr is uh, my... Soon, well, I'm training him to be a diabetic service dog. I love that. So he goes where I go. Right. He, it's, like, awesome. it's like that song when you're a kid, like, my buddy, my buddy, my right. buddy, yeah. my buddy, yeah. my buddy and me. But it's like, Ringo and me. <laughs> there you go. And he's a, be- he's a beautiful he's dog. He's a beautiful yeah. dog. He's brilliant. Yeah. He's, he's, an, he's, he's an Australian And he likes shepherd. it when you sing to him. Yeah. He's an Australian shepherd and golden doodle. So he's a mutt. A brilliant mutt. Right. A brilliant and mutt. Brilliantly expensive mutt. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's tailor made. Yeah. He's, Just for you. Right. He's beautiful. And he does kind of look like Rico Star. Yeah. He does. There's, and there's he, a resemblance it, there. Very much so. Damon named him. <laughs> oh, really? Yep. Because I love the Beatles, and we could not come up with a name. And I was like, what about Heath Ledger? Because I like to name my animals after things. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Kristen knows my Boston Terrier <laughs> yeah. was Daisy May. And yeah. then now my Frenchie Daisy is May. is Missy Elliott. Yep. Missy Elliott. I love <laughs> Missy Elliott. And she is as thug as they come. Yeah, she is thug. <laughs> and then we have Clyde Drexler, mm-hmm. named after the basketball star. And that is our lap. So everyone gets a fame. I mean, you got to live up to your name, right? So you don't, yeah, so. Uh, absolutely. So my husband, we got Ringo. We couldn't come up with a name. And we had all these names. And he came down the next morning because I had the flu during Christmas and I got him during Christmas. So he was on the couch with me the whole time. Mm-hmm. And Damon came down. He was like, what about Ringo Starr? And I was like, well, <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> I mean, if I'm going to have a dog, it's going to be named after a beetle. That's right? right. I mean, if anyone knows me, I'm a little obsessed. So yeah, <laughs> um, I know I had a cat named a cat once. Never again. Anyway, I had a cat once and his name was Foo Fighter. Yeah. Foo Fighter. Yeah. And that. I actually had this like delusion of grandeur, honestly, or just delusion mm-hmm. um, of getting a bunch of cats and naming them after, <laughs> this is so stupid, naming them after the whole cast of Lost. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a John Locke. And then one day they wake up and, and find a Jack. out they're all dead. And a Kate, right? <laughs> They've been dead the whole time. The whole time. Or they come to the playhouse and do a musical. Well, we'll, oh, have, to right. get, we'll have to get into that story yes, there in a will. minute. So we we brought book, book, anyway, we brought Brooke on the show to really, really, um, you know, talk about the playhouse, the Lake City Playhouse mm-hmm. and the need to save this place. Yes. So let's kind of get into a little bit of, you know, your background and how you got involved with the yeah. playhouse. Well, um, I am a local kid. 
Mm-hmm. I'm about as local as they come. My family, um, for those who are from here, are Roths, so loggers. And then my parents lived here, and I moved to Seattle. I moved a lot as a kid, but um, got into art at a very young age, um, performing arts. So mm-hmm. theater, ballet, lots of ballet. And then um, moved back to Lakeland High School and stopped doing ballet and fell in love with theater through Terry Gordon in Coeur d'Alene. I mean, in, in uh, Rathrum. He was um, an amazing man who really helped a lot of things in my life uh, focus and taught me that theater is a great way to... Um, bring focus I was kind of a wild child still am and uh and then I ended up at NIC mm-hmm. under Tim Rick. Oh, oh Tim, Tim. So, I was yeah I had Tim yeah at NIC my ex-husband too. he was a set designer when oh. Tim was there Michael Ward yep yep, yep. yep. and Jack Green yep and Jack Green oh I had a crush on Tim <laughs> Yeah, Tim. Really? Wickedly yeah, smart. I don't know. There was just something, some animal magnetism about well, I just, him. I just, I just think he's just one of those people. But in between there, did all kinds of shows at Lake City Playhouse as a kid. So yeah, um, stuff under the Gookins and um, did Huckleberry Children's Theater. Did you know? Helped out with Missoula Children's Theater that was there one year um, as a volunteer. And First so, time I was ever in the Lake City Playhouse was when I went to audition for summer theater, and Ralph McCoy was the director, and he, <laughs> and um, I got up on the stage. I had so much fun dancing and singing, and I left there feeling like a million bucks, and I didn't even care if I got the part. I just was happy. Yeah, well, and I think that that is not only. Um, I think that that's something that's special that theater does, but I also think that little theater, I mean, I have some of my greatest memories of my life there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I try not to get too teary-eyed because of the situation that we're in, but I raised my children there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean... You did. I raised my children yeah. there. I mean, we sold our house downtown a couple years ago, and the first thing my kids said to me, and I'm going to get teary-eyed talking about but was when we sold the house, they were like, well, we'll be fine as long as the playhouse is still there because I spent my childhood there Aww. I mean I would be directing a show and Lincoln would be like in the back with a blanket on him mm-hmm. reading a book or yep. whatever or Cade would be on the stage in a show mm-hmm. and so um I just think that that theater is so monumental it has so many stories mm-hmm. I yeah. mean I would love to do a play of, of the, the things that had happened in that theater, right? Yeah. I know that would be I that's just, a, that's really fun. I oh, just, wouldn't that be fun to you could, bring maybe, back characters yes. from over the years, like Bob Moe and right Lance, um, Lance. I mean, like yeah. someone could be tell oh, his story. Lance would be fabulous. Oh, man, yeah, that, that would. Be I mean, really just fun. tell it. I mean, there's so many stories there. Yeah. Oh, I could tell this is the start of something. I mean, I, I know, did, right? I did. Yeah. Gre- I did Grease there with the Gookins. Yeah, that was the first time I did Grease, which I went on to do Grease a few lots more times um but i met brooke bassett there right i met i mean people that i went on to direct with as an adult numerous times people who have been monumental in my life right no yeah so and i think that i don't i'm not the only one who has that story and that's what's awesome i mean callie has stories i mean Mm -hmm. her and Stu met (laughs) yeah you know what i mean because of summer theater Right. right so i just think that we we um it's kind of like 
50 degrees to Kevin Bacon or whatever. Right, yeah. 50 degrees to the Lake City Playhouse. Yeah, yeah but it's right. like, take an actor, and within how many shows can you get them to Lake City Playhouse? Oh, 100%. I guarantee almost every actor here... Yeah, has been there at some point. Has a stamp. I mean, I I have a very similar, you know, uh, journey through that building. This was the first time that I had to do cold reading. I auditioned for Steel Magnolias. And I really wanted the Shelby part. It was the perfect age for it. And I loved that movie so much. And I thought I nailed it, but I had to cold read. Well, that's kind of where I started to learn that I am dyslexic. Mm -hmm. So... I, I literally started down a path of going, okay, I'm giving up acting. I don't really like this. If I have to cold read an audition like that, I don't want to do this because right. it's too hard. It's too much pressure. Um, and that's how I got behind the scenes. But anyway, then the next step was moving into the Directing. managing director. Mm-hmm. This is where Brooke and I met mm-hmm. for the first time when it was the modern theater. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's when you guys met? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yep. So I was on the board at that time, Mm -hmm. and I had been asked to be on the board when I was Hedy LaRue in How to Succeed in Business. Oh, fun. And they had actually found me because I do the theater through Sorensen. Right. So um, I've been doing theater at Sorensen now for 11 years, and that's just pure love and joy right yeah. and watching well kids. the boys the boys went to Sorensen mm-hmm. correct yeah yep Sorensen yeah. Sorensen for me I mean Sorensen saved my family right I mean in a lot of ways speaking of children with learning disabilities and things like that um mm-hmm. my son was super ADD and and regular school was very hard and he ended up at Sorensen and flourished and then my other son Lincoln who's now a senior is fine to talk about it was severely dyslexic as am I and and so Sorensen just the art part and mm-hmm. the idea of using both sides of your brains, correct? Yeah, for people with dyslexia. Yeah, the oh, ancillary, yeah. the ancillary effect of you know arts and humanity, you know, juxtaposed with math and science mm-hmm. and history is just. I mean, it's un, it's uncanny. It's mm-hmm. just, it's unprecedented. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, if if we need to save any school in Coeur d'Alene, it's Sorenson. that's the school. Well, and yeah. I I geek out on children in in art period because right. I I truly believe. If, faster we teach our children to use both sides of their brain the faster our country is going to come together right yeah yeah well that's a whole other can of worms yeah that's a whole other episode (laughs) hey y'all it's jason from tubs coffee roasters we are north idaho's specialty coffee roaster we are homegrown and we are local we love coffee and we love our community especially Allie and callie in our cast We have a retail space in our roastery in Hayden, and we can also be found on the shelves at Super One and Yolks. And if you like to buy coffee online, we do offer subscriptions. You can find us at tubscoffeeroasters.com. Support arts and culture and your local roaster. That's all. So Brooke, tell us a little bit about the history. Well, how long has that building been there? Yeah, well, the building's been there for many many years it was a church for a short time well for a good long time um in fact the baptismal is still under the stage which yes. is a fun little nugget of information right um but it has been a theater for over 60 years right so um right before covid hit we were getting ready for our 60th year mm-hmm. as a community theater so wow Mm-hmm. There was a short little stint in there where it went, It you know, it tried to go equity. Um, 
but it was a short stint. Right. And then went back to community mm-hmm. theater. But it's uh-huh. been a theater for six years. Yeah, it's yeah. been a theater. Um, and it was summer theater first. So it used right. to be mm-hmm. the carousel players. The carousel players. Correct. I have yeah. pictures of sitting out in front of that building with the entire cast because that's when they used to do rep theater. Mm-hmm. In fact, we still have some of those pictures. Great. Bob yeah. Bowen is, is my son Byron's godfather. Oh, was. That's so, crazy. Mm-hmm. I feel like when you're talking about that era, you can't not mention Bob. You Bowen. can't. Or short shorts. Yes, yeah, short shorts. <laughs> we wear short shorts. <laughs> I mean, that era was a lot of short shorts yeah. yes. on men. Right. Oh, that's right. Those pictures are a lot of men in like running shoes and short shorts. Oh, totally. <laughs> yeah, I, I do yeah. remember that the everybody back then mm. had really great bodies, so everybody looked good in them. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, there's some great pictures. There's people in there that have gone on to huge things in life. That's right. right. So. And it's always been, yeah, I mean, even when it was the carousel players, it's truly always been a community theater. It's always mm-hmm. been a community theater. Yeah. And or a part of this community. So right. I, I always, I mean, even there's a short stint of wanting to be something different or whatever. It's always been a huge part of this community. And even, even if they were trying to pay actors, which even a community theater, I quite frankly, I believe should try to because it takes a lot of commitment. Yes, yeah, it does. From a human being to like every single night be there. Yes. Um, there's some theaters in Spokane that are doing that. They're still community theaters, mm-hmm. but they're at least paying gas for people yeah. to get there or whatever. So right. paying actors is not necessarily divides you one way or the other, but even when we weren't, this was a huge piece of this community. Right. I feel is sorely missed, but mm-hmm. I, no, I 100% I agree. I totally agree. Yeah, 100% yeah. agree. Um, I don't think you can have too much theater honestly mm-hmm. nope. and the nice thing about what lake city playhouse has always offered is the device the diversity in in the shows that you have always produced and everyone has always produced over the years i feel like we get pigeonholed into um musicals mm-hmm. because they sell but there still is I think a market, and I, I think we do get a little bit of it from NIC to a degree because they're a little bit more progressive in the, mm-hmm. in what they want to produce. Once and in a you while. were talking about the fact that you own that property. So yeah, which, so we have a we have a mortgage on the property, but it's ours. It's 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 board ran, board owned. Mm-hmm. Um, so as a board, we are the entity, um, and as people come in and out they become the entity Mm -hmm. um and that property belongs to us right so the difference being is we are given a lot more leverage if the board i mean the board does have a say in what happens because it's a board ran theater Mm -hmm. but we have more leverage in the sense of we're not it's not just our board picking shows and then sending it to a theater and having that theater have to okay it and then that theater bring it back to you know we don't have to do that it's it's you know right now quite frankly with me there I do I pick the shows with a small group of people that actually some have been on the board Kristen's been a part of some of those things Mm -hmm. um we pick some shows we pitch it to the board the board okays it with, along with the budget and it comes back. So mm-hmm. it allows a lot more um, diversity to happen, mm-hmm. right? right? And it and it also allows for us to um, have our own voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I do think that that is something that is very... Um, and pushing the envelope, you know? Yeah, I mean, pushing the envelope. Yeah, pushing the envelope so that we're not seeing, you know... Mm-hmm. And... Just, and you know, Oklahoma. Yeah. Every other season. Right. Which 
if you ask me, pushes the envelope. But I love I mean, Oklahoma. <laughs> oh, I, I love I, Oklahoma. I'm sorry. I kind of just pulled that one out. But, <laughs> but, but I love Oklahoma. But like, if you really want to take a look at it. You it's, don't want to watch it every year. But it's no. not even that. It's really not that PG. No. Right. <laughs> like, That's you know, true. There's, there's some definite things in there. They just sing pretty around it. And so you don't pay attention. Right. right. Uh, exactly. Exactly. Well, exactly. Yeah. Pay attention yeah. to the ballet next time you go to it, people. It's... <laughs> not that pretty right um, it's a little raunchy so right? so but my point being is that's theater's job anyways right so right it doesn't matter if it's oklahoma or rent or mm-hmm. you know hamilton or whatever you want to call it or i mean for me i have great love for straight plays i have great love for shakespeare um tartuffe is one of my very favorite shows oh, ever God, I, love that. I love that show like talk about belly laugh as a human yep i mean it's one of those things that you you watch and you're like i cannot believe this is so relevant still oh totally <laughs> like wow. especially with what's happening in the world and so, I, I can't even tell you um, that's voltaire isn't it yeah. it was written yeah. a gazillion years ago yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, just so, so it's perfect but there but the thing is is theater transfers all time mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and as do books and all the things and that's right. the point of it like right we were given art to make sure that when we're all gone that our stories are still told very well said yeah mm-hmm. that, that is perfect yep. yeah i believe yep. it with all my heart yeah. and i also believe with all my heart like every child that walks through that that playhouse and i do think that this is a, a change since maybe covid but every child who walks through that playhouse has the opportunity to fall in love with something whether it's theater whether it's tech whether it's um, costumes costumes producing i mean some of my very favorite kiddos that i've had come through there are some of the greatest producers of things and now in this town that i see and there's so many aspects of theater that transcend just theater correct and yeah the one thing that lake city playhouse has and that we continue to do and it it touched my heart and um, the reason why i still do theater and have fallen in love with it my children got more of it is because we make sure it's tangible to everybody cyt is an amazing program my children did it i love cyt i met some of the most amazing students but lake city playhouse provides a place for children who do not have the financial wherewithal to learn about theater because right. we don't ask you to pay money. Right. right. And that is a huge thing. I did a I did a show there, directed a show there, which is still on the stage. Yes. Yeah. We, we should we should talk about why yeah. it's still on the stage. The last show was your show. Was my which show. Was called uh, These Shining Lives. These Shining Lives. Yep. And, and that was pre-COVID. That was and there that literally was a yeah. show since. Mm-hmm. But my son, uh, <clears throat> the point why I was bringing that up is because my son jumped in because I ended up having to cast the stage manager as one of the characters. Mm-hmm. So my son jumped into the to the stage manager position. Mm-hmm. And oh, I think nice. he was only 16 at the time. Yeah. Oh, and he did a great job. But he just, just exactly proving to Brooke's point the amount of just, you know, and he just mm-hmm. he dove right in and was just fabulous. Yeah. That's really cool. And he loved it. Here's the thing. Even if he never does theater ever again for the rest of his life, it gives people an idea of how to be, one, feel needed, but also how to be a part of something and how to give back. Right. 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 I mean, that's something mm-hmm. that you don't ever have to do another show. Right. Hence the true definition of community. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That is why it's called community yeah. theater. So COVID, I mean, obviously COVID destroyed a lot of performing arts but lake city playhouse has had other challenges Mm -hmm. so we actually came out of covid really good we had and this is where it gets sad so we had closed up shop 
before a lot of people did because I mm-hmm. I saw what was happening in New York mm-hmm. and I had an idea that it was all going to come downhill. And you right? were directing Matilda. I was at directing the, Matilda at, at the, the time. time yeah. And I had to have a meeting with the parents and say, I just don't see this going our way. Mm-hmm. And I called it early. And people, I remember people being like, what is she doing? And I right. just had this feeling. And so we closed up shop. We just said enough's enough everyone left we got our bills all in order and we came out of covid ahead like we did a great job we took our we took our you know our loans from uh-huh. and all the things but we survived on them and we were ready to go again at the end of covid mm-hmm. so right when they were lifting covid in may of 2021, 2021 yeah we were getting ready to do matilda again Right. Mm. And I was in Maui with my family and I received a phone call from one of my awesome board members and they had been doing a clean out and all these, like they were rearranging the basement and Mm -hmm. just really great stuff was starting to happen. We had started talking about replacing our heating system. We had enough money to do so because we had closed up shop. Mm -hmm. We had talked about making some changes to the building that truly needed to happen. It wasn't something that was like needed to happen because of it was bad but needed to happen because it just needs updated right right it's right, a very yeah. old building and so we were super excited i was sitting there and i received a phone call and it's my board member and she says oh my gosh and i'm like what and she's like it's flooded and i was like what's flooded <laughs> had some choice words that are not pg and then <laughs> at all <laughs> and then she said the whole entire basement is like up to our hips (gasps) like knees hip you know like flooded which is where oh my god i knew it was flooded but i didn't you know i was thinking like sloshy no oh wow yeah which is where all the props all the costumes costumes our props everything is held there and what had happened is there was so funny there's a lever downstairs that as long as i can remember i remember george green showing me it and be like don't touch this why I don't know. Someone told me not to touch it. You don't, you, you know, <laughs> it releases like, the crack in, obviously. Okay, don't touch it. And uh, we had volunteers there and they thought that it was the sprinkler system. They weren't doing anything wrong. Pulled it and it broke our main water main. Like Ooh. not just like a kind of pipe. Oh it broke like the main pipe that brings all the water into our sprinkler systems. Um, and then on top of it, it broke all the pipes in the bathrooms. Right. Oh, geez. So not only did we have water coming in, it was also all the pipes from the bathroom. It was all going, and everything rolls downhill, so it was mm-hmm. all in the basement. And so we had to get it pumped out, and luckily um, that happened quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but insurance does not move as fast as the people in this community did at that mm-hmm. moment. So we are now waiting on, we've been waiting for two and a half years for insurance to step up. What? What? Two and a half years? Mm-hmm. Good wow. grief. And so part of that has to do with, we received, um, after fighting, we received a payment, but that was when all the prices went up in this town. And oh, everywhere, yeah. everywhere in the world. It's not just yeah. in the town, but all yeah. the prices went up. So by the time they paid us out and then we bought the things that we said we needed, it had doubled. In right. Price. No, yeah, that, that kind of went. And so I came back in and the contractor that we had at the time said, we need more money. And I said, well, then you need to leave because I don't have the money and I won't put this playhouse into substantial debt when we already are sitting really pretty. Right. Yeah. Right. And I thought I could go to the back to the insurance and they'd be like, there you yeah. go. Right. 
and I was wrong. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so that's where we sit today. Right. Yeah. So in a in a perfect perfect world, what does the theater, theater need? Yeah. I mean, what what does this community need? How do we need to rally? I'm asking nine questions. Yeah. To to make sure to save this theater. So this is a kind of a tiered tiered story. So before COVID hit, we had this vision, and it's a vision that I know we can do. Mm-hmm. It's a vision that I think this community really needs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's a vision I'm very passionate about. Yeah. And that is a community arts building. Mm-hmm. So something, um, and if, if you know the Playhouse, there's a side parking lot that we could put, um, go upwards and not use as a parking lot, but we could turn it into offices that the Playhouse will then rent for. Right profit mm-hmm. not profit but like so we no longer to do, help pay your to expenses. help pay our expenses subsidies right? Right. to yeah, a degree so we yeah we no longer do theater to mm-hmm. make money we do theater to do theater because right. as we all know theater doesn't always pay right so and sometimes it does mm-hmm. but the vision is actually i would love to make a community arts building that works with places like Sorensen, mm-hmm. works with the Boys and Girls Club. To me, that is a huge need that this community needs because we send our kids to junior high and, and junior high is so hard. There's not as much performing art there and it's not because it's not there. It's because those teachers are literally teaching junior high kids. Yeah. Right. And, and they're doing the best that they can. But if we were to partner with something like the Boys and Girls Club, we could do an after school program mm-hmm. that could come through Lake City Playhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, that And we could also have dance lessons there and mm-hmm. things like that but so that is the greater that is if if that's the dream if, if, that is yeah. the dream if someone right. was to say hey brookie let's do this show me what you got that is where my passion's at this community needs a place for kids to go and adults to go and mm-hmm. and learn about theater and be a part of that that's not just putting theater on a stage right right so taking classes Mm -hmm. you know allowing a safe space for every person to come that's the thing that's i'm most passionate about Mm -hmm. right people deserve to be needed loved and wanted i don't just but my board wants to provide a place that allows that right and 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 the vessel is perfect Mm -hmm. you know what i mean i remember you showing and and talking to me about those plans over a year ago yeah it was it's been been like a year year and a half ago So what um, do you need immediately? Immediately, we need to open. So um, <laughs> right. going back to the really not the sad side of the story, but it's not. So so the goal is to open, to let the community know exactly what we want to do and how we want to do this. Mm-hmm. So to open, we need $125,000 right. is the quote. Perfect situation, 150000 would get us our heating unit that we don't have the money for now that we had right. saved up. You know what I mean? So 150000 right. would get us what we need because... The, and if anyone's ever sat in the playhouse, they understand it's either going to be extremely warm or extremely cold. Like mm-hmm. it, yeah, 100%. it's something that's needed to happen for as long as I've performed there. And that's right. 30 some years, you know, right, so it's right. like that needs to be taken care of as well. So mm-hmm. 150,000 would get us open, get my bathrooms open. Were right. you guys in the middle of a, a slight bathroom remodel at the time already we anyway? Already, yeah, we had already discussed, well, we hadn't started yet, but the right. idea was to turn our bathrooms ADA. And then right. once the flood hit, this is where me and the insurance, cause they're like, well, just put it back to normal. I'm like, well, no, now I, I have to, like we've removed right. all the floors, we've removed everything. 
we you need have to, to be bring ADA. everything up to code. Well, and we and need to be ADA. Like yeah, it's just not appropriate. Right. Like 100%. Right. people in a wheelchair should be able to get in, sit comfortably and be a part of our show. Right. right. And, so, and use the restroom. And use the restroom. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. As a as a daughter of an ADA person, yes. I yeah, no, I 100% yes. yeah. agree with that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we oh, took and made two bathrooms for our cast and yeah. so on. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And then we took and made five bathrooms, five doors, five separate stalls, five just bathrooms. Mm-hmm. Hey ladies, have you heard about Nia yet? Hi, I'm Marilee Wallace and I'm a proud board member of the Coeur d'Alene Arts and Culture Alliance and owner of Nia. That's short for the North Idaho Alliance. We specialize in leadership development specifically focused in connecting women to programs, workshops, and networking to educate, empower, and enrich their lives. Our goal is to make positive impacts in the community while helping other women in North Idaho succeed. Next up is our annual Onward and Upwards Women's Conference set for May 24th and our new event, Women with Cool Jobs, scheduled for early summer. And then keep a lookout to register for our super popular popular Women of Impact Leadership Roundtable Series. That begins every September. So I hope you'll look us up. We're at thenorthidahoalliance.com. Find us on Facebook or just give us a call, 208-660-1557. Go out and make it an impactful day. So we've talked about what you need, and that's a lot of money. What's your plan? How do you plan to raise that kind of money? So our plan right now is we would like to start a capital campaign. And in doing so, we have some meetings happening. We will be brainstorming some fundraising ideas, meeting with some companies to see if they would like to help us. We've had ideas of even naming rights. That's huge, especially with the credit union. Yeah. That's what they want to do. We've also had some ideas for some big fundraisers. Mm-hmm. I love a good fundraiser, but I do think that like this is going to take... A lot. A lot. Yeah. And, so fun, is, and those kinds of fundraisers, they cost a lot of money and they're a lot of work. I'm down to do that, but this is going to take the community understanding yeah, where we're at and yeah, right. donating, quite frankly, mm-hmm. and and understanding that like the idea is that Coeur d'Alene deserves this. And also we need to save the theater. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. this theater has been here for so many years and, and people keep saying that it's a big deal to save the history of this town, right. to save right. these buildings, to make right. sure that like, here's the opportunity. Mm-hmm. 100%. Let's save this building. Let's do some really great stuff and make sure that this building is is secure for the next 30 years, you know? So right. my grandchildren can say, oh, my grandma was there, my dad was there, and I'm here right. now too. So you definitely need a benefactor. Yep. And yeah, to I a think, degree. Yeah. I think your naming rights, you're mm-hmm. on the right track there. Yeah, and and we are, I mean, we're going we're gonna to sit down and talk to to this city and explain to them what our vision is there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the idea of a community arts building that is about Coeur d'Alene and who we are and why we are is super important. But yeah, to get open, that is the biggest thing. So we need the money. We'll get open. We do have a few great things coming up. We are going to do, so we started to open again and then we had issues with a few things like we had cats on our stage in the middle of the summer last summer <laughs> doing cats the musical live every night with real cats um it was amazing it was amazing i came in one day and i looked down on the sitting in the seats and there was literally cats sleeping everywhere and um so we had to get rid of them <laughs> which one is which what's, what's oh, the man. what's the is it memories what's yes. the memories 
yes. Oh, we're all we on had, the wrong key. We had, we had, oh, we had, 100%. We had cats singing memories with all the ghosts that have ever won. Yes, right. that's Through. true. All the ghosts. <laughs> and, and, that. and lots of jazz hands. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> jazz paws. Jazz paws. Jazz paws. <laughs> um, but so we had some setbacks there. And then um, with the price of things going up, we had setbacks. But we had two shows that were in getting ready to go on. So one was Matilda. The Croc Center and Trigger Weddle and everyone that's there has offered to help us out there. That's awesome. So we are trying to figure out timing on that, when we can do that, mm-hmm. and to get that up and going. Because we've already paid the rights to that show. Oh, that's right. We oh. already paid the rights. We already uh, have costumes. We already, right. you know, I mean, there's things. We've already done a lot of the legwork on that. Right. So we'd like to put that on the stage. Yeah. Unfortunately, my, my Matilda's now like a sophomore in high school. Right. So we will have to recast a little bit. We will have to do some recasting. Um, <laughs> the adults are all still the same size. So that has been put back on the docket. We're just trying to find the dates. On the 22nd and 23rd of June, we also had in the can, we were doing last five years. So last five years is this beautiful musical, works backwards and forwards. Mm-hmm. It's just a two-person show. And it was with Oscar Owens and oh. Evelyn Peterson. And we were totally ready to go. And then they, because we thought the bathrooms were going to be done and they came back and asked for more money. And we were like, okay, now we got to close again. So um, we are now going to do that the 22nd and 23rd at Emerge. Oh, we're going yeah. So we're gonna do it super cocktail style. We're just gonna do an in concert, super intimate. Um, I will hopefully have tickets on sale the, um, the beginning of next week. Oh, oh great! Um, and Jenny has been amazing and offered us emerge. Great. And so if they're not charging us. That's to go great. there. Oh, that is um, awesome. Yeah, so we're going to we're going to use that hey, Jenny. Yeah, yeah no. Hey, community, that's community. That's, that's community. community. Yeah. And, and I love Jenny dearly. We've been friends for since we were 13 years old. Wow. <laughs> 14, I don't know. But somewhere around there. Somewhere around. Yeah. Um but uh so we will be there on the 22nd and 23rd and we will be doing some benefits then to get some more money in the coffers. Mm-hmm. And then after that we'll we just are going to ask people to start paying attention because we're going to start like we do have a goal to do like a under the stars kind of concert with our stars. So people who have gray star set in the summer, maybe beginning of September, we have a couple ideas of where we'd like it to be. We just need to sure that up. Right. Right. um, And then we'll do a bigger benefit then. I've always tried to go out into the community and convince people that, you know, look, you you, buy, you just don't go to the theater. You may get a new outfit, mm-hmm. especially if it's a show that you've been wanting to see for a long time and you're like, oh, I need a new shirt. So right. you're putting money into the businesses at the mall or at the local boutiques mm-hmm. or the, dinner. you know, di- yeah. And then you go out. to dinner and 20 bucks says you got to pay a babysitter. So there's mm-hmm. money in that. You, you get gas. You might have drinks before, then dinner after, or drinks and dinner before, and then drinks after. So there goes the restaurants and and bars and whatnot. So, I mean, it's not just buying a theater ticket and the money's just going to the theater. It's, it's, It's a community effort of going out on the town, and people make a big deal of that. The economic impact is being broadcast by the NEA all over this country. How important the arts are to... The National Endowment on the Arts, by the way. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, and it's a fundamental part of Coeur even. Restaurants need art. 
Right. There's a reason why they need art. They need art because it makes people go do things. Right. Mm-hmm. Makes 100%. people, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I love to hike and bike like the next person or whatever, but that doesn't get you to a restaurant. Art is a very specific situation mm-hmm. where it is an event. An event. Right. And mm-hmm. you make you make an evening out of it. Mm-hmm. Well, we know that based on the statistics that are provided through the Americans for the Arts, for every dollar in this community mm-hmm. that people spend on the arts, $12 now is going back into our economy. Right. That's huge. That's huge. Mm-hmm. That's, That's huge. Giant. Well, so and it's I, a huge investment. It is a huge, it's a huge investment. And I also think that going back to education and how this community works i also think when you put your children or or have your children around art and and have them see and and witness how that community works it makes more community minded right person 100 percent. and community minded people tend to stay in town in their community yeah right when you raise children who are community minded they don't leave right they stay and they put their money back into the community that they were raised in. Right. It is a thing. Yeah, it's a fact. Or if they do leave, like my daughter, she's community-minded in Elsewhere, yes. Community. Yes, 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 yes. So she, she did go, but she has invested that knowledge and experience in her new community. Well, right? and I also think for people coming in here too, like mm-hmm. people who are moving here and people picked here because of these things that we're talking about. Right. Mm-hmm. Pe- people picked Coeur d'Alene because when they walked in, they saw a town with art everywhere. Mm-hmm. They saw a town that had theater as an option to go to. They saw a town that worked in that benefit. Yeah. Right. 100%. So, so people who are moving in here hey i came here and i want to know where i can put my time and my energy and my money Mm -hmm. right this is this is an opportunity to invest in this community right and not just be someone who moved here so let's let's really quickly get back to the lake city playhouse Mm -hmm. and what your needs are do you have a website yes and it's lakecityplayhouse.org yep and is, is there a donation button that people yep. right now can go yep. and donate So money? there is a donation button button on the lakecityplayhouse.org. And then we also have a GoFundMe that is on our Facebook page. We also have a telephone that is attached to my phone. So all phone calls will come to me now. So there are people who are like, well, I can't get a hold of you guys. Well, we haven't been there. Right. So right. now all calls will come to me so I can return phone calls and things like that mm-hmm. in a timely manner. We will have other opportunities and we will make sure that the community knows more about yeah. when those come up as well. And keep Good. us in the loop too, because yeah. we can always, you know, I mean, the Arts and Culture Alliance does have a what's going on thing and add it to a calendar and any other resources that well, you... Well, yeah, you know, the Arts and Culture Alliance mm-hmm. totally supports the Lake City. Yeah, whatever, whatever yeah, so, you guys need. So, yeah, so the biggest thing is, is, I mean, we're just looking for somebody who, I mean, if you have a grandpa you'd like to name a theater after, give me a mm-hmm. call. <laughs> if you have you a have child, it. your favorite child... Right. <laughs> and you'd like to name a theater after him. Give How me about a call. all three of them? Yeah. If you have three children oh. that you'd like to, it'll be the Sarah, Michelle, Jeff, the Lake City Playhouse. <laughs> Sarah, Michelle, Jeff. <laughs> if there is a business in this town that would like to name a building and have it. Would like some know. naming rights. Yeah. 
their yeah. name put up on a theater. I think that's a fantastic yeah. idea. idea. Yeah, I could yeah. think of a couple. I could say them out loud. Yeah, but I don't want to put anybody on the I'm spot. I'm just going to give yeah. you those tips <laughs> afterwards. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, we are we are super excited because the community has started to wrap around mm-hmm. us, and and we our goal is to be open. I wanted it to be by by fall. I don't foresee that by spring of next year. By spring yeah. of next year. That's mm-hmm. a great That goal. seems that seems really that well, seems let's realistic. Make it happen. Yeah, let's yeah. make it happen. Lake come on, City Playhouse. Come on, Coeur d'Alene, let's rally around Lake City Playhouse. That's yes. Right. We, we can make, we can do this. Get yeah. your tickets for last five years. They will be available on our Facebook page and website. And watch for Matilda. And watch and for watch Matilda. for Matilda. So we had a date, but then it got doubled up by accident so right. now we have to go figure that one out yeah right well thanks so much for being yes here. thank you thanks guys for so giving much us for coming Brookie. Yep. i love it good and it's i love Lane, and i hope that uh our cute little theater survives she i think it, it will yeah i think this i do too i think rally. it will yeah mm-hmm. my husband always says stop saying you hope and say when yeah yes. exactly <laughs> exactly no exactly imagine it yeah. happening yeah no damon is the king of glass half full he is <laughs> yeah he is right. he's such so, a good guy yeah well so, thank you again yes, so much again. it was so thank good you. to spend this yes, time with you thanks ladies it's yeah, been awesome you. you're so welcome i'm Allie. well and again i'm Kristen and not callie but you're just just as cute oh thanks you're welcome <laughs> and whatever you do today make sure it's creative the Allie and Callie Artcast is a program of the Coeur d'Alene Arts and Culture Alliance and is sponsored by NIA, North Idaho Alliance, a woman-based leadership organization designed to inspire, uplift, and impact your community and lives. And Tubbs Coffee Roasters, globally sourced, locally roasted coffee.